G'day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. So today I bring a guest along with me once again. There haven't been too many interviews this year. It's been a busy year with COVID, a bit of, bit of, a busy year with building and trading. Of course, a great year for trading. And I've got with me today Damon Nam, who's the CEO and founder of Coin, which is a decentralized platform. It's an exchange coming to market very, very soon. And we're going to get into the nuts and bolts of what this project is. Now, I will. I will say this, I am a holder of coin, just so everyone is aware. I do hold this token. It's lovely to have you here, Damon. Thank you very much for your time and welcome. Absolutely, Craig. It's a pleasure to be here and sincerely appreciate not only being able to have the opportunity to speak to you and your audience, your community, but obviously your support in joining us in our journey with coin. So extremely happy to have you. Thanks, mate. Uh, look, let's get started with your background. Now, I, I know that you know, 17 years with Microsoft and 20 plus in the IT industry. Now, at what point did you go, you know what, I'm just going to turn my back on one of the largest companies in the world. You had a, a good position there too, by the looks of things, and, and go out and do something completely left field. What what made you want to do that? Yeah, great question, right? So, you know, over the years, one of the things you learn as you go through life experiences is just the mere fact that life is extremely short. And I'm one of those that truly believes that you should wake up doing the things that you love to do with the people that you enjoy to do those things with. And at one point in my career at Microsoft, even though things were successful and I was compensated very well, in fact, very comfortable, worked remotely, you know, there gets to a time to where, uh, or at least for me personally, it got to a time to where um, I just was no longer growing within the company, right, in terms of not just the role itself, but the challenge and being able to do things that really uh, stimulated my interest, my passions and so on. And, you know, in the corporate world, the pace there tends to be a little slower than the startup world. And you're not faced with as many challenges that you can uh, address from a like a, a, a business standpoint. It then becomes, depending on the role at the company, uh, you start to play this game of politics and so on. And so it just got to the point to where personally I felt like I wasn't growing and I was stagnant in my my interest, my career, uh, the things that I was truly passionate about. And I've always had this passion of really um, starting my own entity and being able to address you know, problems that exist in the market and trying to reach and impact a, a larger audience. Um, and had been involved in crypto at a personal level for quite some time and then saw some challenges, even some personal problems for myself in operating that environment. And so took that as an opportunity to say, hey, you know what? You know, there's some interesting problems that exist in this industry today. Why not go out and try to uh, solve those? And, and, uh, and I absolutely uh, have loved it ever since I've joined this industry. Um, especially because of the pace. And as you're fully aware yourself, Craig, you know, there's never a day that doesn't go by in crypto where you're solving some sort of problem, right? And that's <laughs> yeah. one of the things I'm extremely passionate about is just being able to you know, solve problems and then help people on a very large scale. Well, that's a good answer. Um, it's the answer that I get from many people that I've spoken to over the years. And it's kind of what I, the reason I'm doing what I'm doing. And I mean, the business that you're running, the project that you're on is, it's called Coin. 
And I, I can't believe that there was no other project just called Coin. To be fair, um, so well done on that. Uh, what what is Coin? Can you can you tell us about what Coin is and and what Coin is setting out to achieve? Yeah, absolutely. And just to the point that you just made, you know, part of our mission and even starting the company was to really go along with this cliche that I think every startup and entrepreneur is trying to solve. And it's really the, this premise of making digital assets simple. And so ever since we started our journey in the company, we've always executed with that premise in mind. And so when we thought about naming or branding the company, we didn't think that there was any more uh, a word or a term that was any more simple than coin that really embodies the industry. And so that's kind of how that derived. And we've even gone down the path of obtaining trademarks and so on for it. Uh, but as far as coin itself, uh, we are, as you mentioned earlier, a peer-to-peer cross-chain, just decentralized wallet and exchange. And we're powered by this notion of cross-chain interoperability and we leverage atomic swaps to be able to facilitate a lot of those exchange. Uh, we've also layered this, uh, some uh, artificial intelligence to be able on top of this technology in order to help uh, consumers be able to execute transactions or manage their assets uh, much more simply so that they could save time and money. So in a nutshell, that's what coin represents and that's the platform that we're bringing to market. So you, you mentioned bringing AI in, which to me is interesting. It's a fascinating growing uh, technology as well. What, what exactly will the role of AI play? I know you explained it briefly, but what, what, what's the role that AI can play to make the user experience more simplistic um, and to make it easier for people to access their digital assets or buy and trade? Yeah, great question. Uh, and it's really intended to be able to create a new paradigm shift when it comes to crafting a, a very easy to use experience around managing digital assets. And, you know, typically when people think of user experience, they think of design, they associate that immediately with UI components and look and feel. Um, when we think of user experience, that's obviously one component of it. The second component is really the process and execution and, uh, that maps and aligns to user expectations when they're actually executing a transaction or, or leveraging your product. And so when we talk about using AI, we're doing it on both of those fronts to really make and craft that user experience more, more possible and more easy. So for example, by using AI, we can uh, predict the intent or try to predict the intent of what someone's trying to do or execute on the platform. And we can provide suggestions on maybe either making that process more seamless, more faster. Uh, for example, we can notify a user if their Bitcoin holding is down 5% today, maybe making not only the notification, but a suggestive action that could help that user um, either save money or come to a decision on how they should be managing their assets. Uh, we can do other things such as even when you're browsing the web, predict maybe what you're trying to do and then present you with your wallet balance. Or maybe if we can recognize that you're trying to send a transaction, we can actually pop up widgets that actually help you do that, step you through the process and, and help you execute it, you know, without even having to, to, to go into the app, you know, log in, things of that nature. And so it's really using these models uh, where we gather data and intelligence about what we think users might be doing 
in order to really help them and provide them enough insight to potentially save them time and money. Fantastic. And like, I mean, we, we know the beast out there is Uniswap, obviously. Sure. Um, massive volumes, huge peer-to-peer. It, it, it seems to work quite well. There doesn't seem to be too many complaints about it. What what void are you, you feeling? What, what, what does Coin bring? What, what does this platform bring that's going to surpass Uniswap? Uh, is, is there room for more uh, Uniswap-type platforms? Is the pie big enough that you can just take a little slither of it? Or what's... What's going to make you different and stand out against uh, you know a beast that's already there, already used, and already has um, a working product? Yeah, and uh, we get this question all the time. And you know, if we look at the overall landscape of the industry, there's data that suggests that crypto and blockchain has only scratched the surface of its full potential. Uh, I believe the latest figures say that there's only five percent adoption globally across the world. So. Let's just suppose that we were like SushiSwap and we just forked their code. There's still plenty of opportunity for players to really join this industry, do exactly what they do, and still capture significant market share. So we think that we have that potential as well. Where we think we have a competitive advantage is when you actually look at some of the innovation that we're bringing to the table. So the first point being this whole notion of cross-chain interoperability. The problem with Uniswap and the major leaders in the DEX markets today is that they only operate on one chain, right? And that's Ethereum or ERC-20 token support. And it's great, but the problem is, is the average consumer in this next wave of adoption that's going to occur in the industry, their first asset that they typically hold or acquire when they join the industry is Bitcoin, the gold standard. And that audience doesn't work with other chains or the, this notion of wrapped tokens, uh, which is the environment that you would have to operate in if you were working with Uniswap, because they don't support Bitcoin natively. They don't support Monero. They don't support Litecoin. So in our case with the coin exchange, we're actually cross-chain. We support all of those tokens and those chains natively. You can easily swap between Bitcoin, Ethereum, or any ERC-20 token, and as well as other tokens that we support on the platform as well. And so we think that that's very important, especially for the average consumer. And then on top of that, that additional layer of AI that I mentioned to you earlier, where this entire experience is going to be uh, really shifted so that it doesn't even feel like a financial application for you. Um, We think that those two... Um, points of differentiation will really allow us to really create our own market and stand out above some of the options that exist in the market today. Yeah, I mean, from my point of view, like you know, you, you can't hot, you know, as you say, that there is no Bitcoin, Litecoin, uh, Monero, and whatnot that's available on Uniswap. It's I think that's a really, really, you know, that's a huge thing to be able to do uh, and to be able to offer. Uh, and because the retail climb, and you got to remember the people that are using Uniswap today are the people that are relatively savvy already, that they understand exactly. uh, what they're doing. They're pretty, you know, they're pretty well versed in, um, in understanding how to send from one wallet to another and transfer and move. And it, it is quite a daunting experience. I mean, I'll be honest, the first time I used Uniswap, I was kind of like, oh, geez, this, this is a little bit, how's this go? Um, to, to, to bring that to the user, make it more simple and just... Take what Uniswap's done well, which is provide a service, and just make that service much more intuitive, uh, make it easier to manage, and of course, having many different tokens available. I think it's a um, 
that's a really big step in the right direction as far as that goes uh, for the platform. So that's fantastic. Now, I understand that you have uh, a lot coming up. Okay, I'm in the Telegram group. I keep an eye on what's going on. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about what is coming and when that's coming for Coin? Sure, sure. So, you know, we we certainly do have big ambition, uh, ambitious vision. And that includes a number of different things, both on both the business and the product side. And so if we look at it from just a technical engineering perspective, one of the things that we want to immediately focus on and add within the platform is support for other third-party wallets. So the Coin Exchange currently has its own native wallet, but we want to open it up and make the network robust enough to be able to support some of the more, um, maybe if you have another wallet that that you like to work in, you know, such as uh, Taurus or a MetaMask or whatever the case may be, we want to be able to add that support. And then you can connect directly into the platform and exchange using our exchange system, et cetera. Uh, the other thing we want to do is obviously add a lot of support for additional tokens. Um, we, we think that will not only help with user adoption, but being able to onboard these other communities is going to help us grow and scale the network much larger, much faster. Um, and then, you know, there's some additional features we want to be able to roll out within the platform that make the experience more robust. And so one of the popular requests, even on Uniswap that doesn't exist today, but people ask for all the time is the ability to be able to do even uh, more sophisticated orders and, and more trading options such as limit orders or you know shorting and stuff. And so we want to open up and add some additional trading options, some financial uh, services that kind of extend even beyond the concept of just sending, receiving, exchanging, um, et cetera. Uh, on the business side of the house, we think it's equally important for us to be able to, to grow and scale. And we know that in order to be able to support the globe, uh, entire world and scale very quickly, we can't just rely on ourselves to be able to do that. Um, so we're creating developer programs and incentivizing the community in order to be able to help us do that. So we're, we're ensuring that the way that we're building um, the network today, that it's fully extensible, it, it's open, uh, we're going to open source the code, and then on top of that, build these developer programs that really help and encourage others outside the community to build on top of the foundation that we already have and create things or create hooks in or you know layer additional products and services on top of what we have in order to really just come up and, and, and do things that we've never even dreamed of. Um, and so, you know, growth by community uh, and, and uh, converting even uh, the company into uh, a legitimate DAO is uh, part of our roadmap, even from a, a business perspective. And I mean, one question that I've got when it comes to these these exchanges is, you know, is there going to be a plan in there to to allow us to have stop losses for our for our orders? I mean, there's one thing, you know, with Uniswap, you're just basically buying and selling, right? You, you're buying it, you're putting it in your wallet, then you're selling it, and so on and so forth. Is there going to be a function, maybe not straight away, but in the future, you're looking at being able to have a stop loss in there, so we can get into these uh, different asset classes, but also have a way to manage our risk more, you know more easily really without having to be there at the screen all the time. Yeah, 100%. And that's eventually where we want to go, not only with the platform, but building enough intelligence in the AI 
to actually help you do that very seamlessly. So let me just throw out a scenario for you here, Craig. How cool would it be to be able to tell the platform, hey, execute a stop loss when Bitcoin hits the last, you know, the price of its 20-day moving average, right? So you actually don't have to go through and you know, set a price. You don't have to do the research to figure out what the 20-day moving average was, et cetera. The intelligence is already built in to be able to help you kind of navigate that as needed. Um, so it saves you time from having to do that, but you have the reinforcement through automated technology to know that that, that trade or that's going to happen, right? So these are some of the advantages and the power of AI um, that you would normally get with maybe a financial advisor, like a live human, that we're automating with technology to really simplify this experience and make it much easier for the, the consumer. And um, I mean, the, the coin, the, the token itself, right? The token itself, aside from the platform, it, where will that be listed? Are you going to be listing that on centralized exchanges as well? Or is it going to be kept away from that? What, what's the plan to get the actual token more accessible to more people? Yeah, so liquidity is certainly very important for us. And right now, you know, we have quite a bit of volume out on Uniswap itself. But in order to reach, especially the audiences of like the average consumer, we definitely want to increase the availability uh, of coin across the world. And unfortunately, that will require the help of centralized exchanges. And so that is part of the strategy and the roadmap. Um, so we do have full intentions to be able to do that with uh, top tier exchanges. And now with that said, you know, I think it's also important to highlight regarding the token itself. Not only do we have utility and it represents, uh, you know, voting shares in our governance model, as well as helps execute smart contract code, et cetera, et cetera. But token holders should also realize that all platform revenue, um, there, there's no revenue that comes from the platform that goes directly to the company. And so any revenue that comes from the platform is actually split between liquidity providers and then the other is split and used for coin buybacks, which are then distributed to stakers. And so the intention behind this model was that we, as the founders and the company, want to be completely aligned with the interest of the token holder. And we want those that are actually supporting the network to be rewarded. And so as more revenue is incurred on the platform, that actually goes directly into the pockets of the people that are supporting the network. And in that case, it's the liquidity providers and the token holders that are staking. And so now this creates a dynamic where even us as the founders are completely aligned with our token holders interest. Because oftentimes we see this diversion where, you know, if someone has a separate business model that could that could actually conflict or have a, a conflict of interest versus maybe what token holders want and, and so on. And so we wanted to create this dynamic to really suggest that, you know what, we as a company and the founders only get rewarded as long as we're creating value for, for those that, you know, have been supporting us from day one as well. Okay. And I mean, that that's, that's an interesting model. I mean, it, it makes sense, but how, what, where do you get your revenue from there. What is the model? Like, how are you able to pay your staff, pay for the technology, pay your web devs, or pay your developers? What is the model? Where is that going to come from? Yeah. So in the short term, you know, we were able to facilitate and create runway for the company using an offering, uh, and so that's what we're leveraging in order to build this network. We do have some additional means of uh, uh, 
uh, being able to uh, incur revenue. And there's this potential, we've had interest from companies wanting to leverage this tech that we're building uh, on the AI front. And so there's a potential opportunity for us to um, actually license that technology or even deploy software as a service and then have some revenue there. There's some other areas of the business that we're exploring for potential uh, revenue streams as well. So we're certainly thinking about that as a business, but at a minimum, we also wanted to ensure that um, one, we're aligned with token holder interests, but then over the long term, you know, we want to create a network that has less reliance just on the founding team. And so even as we open source this and continue to grow this, you know, there would there would be nothing that would make me more happy to see in five years that we're operating similar to how Ethereum does or some of these other DAOs where there's no controlling body, there's no centralized entity, and the the people that control the network and, and the, the, the people that rewarded are those that are actually operating it. And so eventually that's where we want to go. And, you know, if there's additional revenue streams that create value and interest for the company, then we we still envision uh, being able to really have that driven through the uh, community and, and continuing to reward the community on that. All right. Well, that makes sense. I mean, the, so is, is, is the treasury the token for the business then? It is. It is. That's the plan. We And again, we think it creates the right incentives and dynamics because um, now that creates a, an environment where we're completely aligned with uh, the, the same interest as our token holders. Um, and so, yeah, that, that is the model. So the success of COIN is the success of the uh, continued runway and development, essentially. Absolutely. Okay. Um, now, listen. When when can we use this thing? Like, when, when's it live? When, when do we get to actually get in, test it, see what it's all about? Yeah. So we actually have working uh, product on testnet right now. We are uh, coincidentally launching on mainnet next week, um, and so you know we it, it it just happens and coincidentally aligns with you know, the the Christmas timeframe. The target is the twenty first, and you know we. We expect to continue to not only release it on the 21st, but then expand on the features and continue to grow it from there. Okay. So the 21st of December is going to be a big day for you and your team and the uh, the community as well, I take it. And we're looking forward to seeing what uh, what we can do. It sounds bloody good. Uh, obviously, I, again, I am an investor here. I do hold uh, the coin token. Um, obviously, I've done my due diligence and that's why I hold the coin token. I'm not suggesting that anybody go out and do it just because I hold it. Do your own research on this. Um, but it certainly is a project that um, I see as being something that could really change uh, the retail scene and make it a lot easier for people to do more with their digital assets that have not got the experience and may be too nervous to really try and do it themselves. Because there are a lot of people out there that are nervous about this sort of stuff. And they'll just go ahead and stick with the same exchange. They'll pay very high fees and they'll only buy a couple of things. And they're missing out on one of the main opportunities in crypto, which is emerging businesses, emerging technology coming through. And I think it's a really good platform. I look forward to seeing what the um, what the mainnet looks like and how it all rolls out. But where do people find out more about Coin and what you guys are doing, Damon? Yeah, so people should definitely visit our website. Uh, it's coindefi.org. 
And then all across the social media, including Telegram, if anyone wants to be able to reach our team directly, you can uh, reach us just at the Coin DeFi usernames on all socials. Excellent. Well, Damon, it's been an absolute pleasure having a chat. First interview in a long time, so um, a bit rusty, but I had fun. I enjoyed it. And um, thank you very much for giving us a little bit more insight. It's always good when you get to talk to, well, I get to talk to people that are running the projects that uh, that I've got interest in. So I really appreciate you uh, making the time to jump on the show. And I look forward to uh, hopefully continued success with the project. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate the time here. It's always a pleasure. And, you know, thank you, Craig, for all that you're doing uh, for the industry. You know, obviously, this is a very difficult industry because not only is it fast moving, but there's so much hype and excitement around it. It generate uh, we've seen we've seen instances where there's a lot of bad actors that come in for the wrong intentions. And so it's always refreshing to be able to connect with like-minded individuals that have good intentions and are growing this industry further. So appreciate everything you're doing, your community's doing, and uh, and thank you again for the time. Mate, appreciate the kind words. Fantastic. Have a great day, ladies and gentlemen. This has been Damon Nam, the CEO and founder of COIN. Have a great day. Speak to you all soon. Bye for now.